Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, this is the Handmaid's Tale After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We're talking death by pen, marital betrayals, and an excellent use of Kate Bush. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Handmaid's Tale After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We're talking Season 3, Episode 11, Liars. We're going to get right into it, talk all about, you know, just the insanity that went down this episode, as well as our Resist Sister and our news. But first, I'm Adrian Snow, and to my left is the wonderful, been here actually longer than me. uh, (laughs) Barely, barely. (laughs) Veronica Bariga. Hey guys, what's going on? And to her left... Always come at you with the truth, nothing but the truth. You can't handle the truth, Miss Lauren Hubbard. Yes, also known as Lauren the Truth. <laughs> that that too. That too. <laughs> I like to do all the truths. Okay. And to her left, the wonderful Ben here. Wasn't here last week, but now he's returned. <laughs> Mr. Chef Beans. Yes, Chef Beans with the mental cuisine. Yes. I love that. The prodigal son. All right. <laughs> wow. The prodigal son. All right. So first thoughts. Uh, uh, it's the episode I've been waiting for. This is what I watched this show for. Mm-hmm. This is what I was like gravitating towards the TV for. I was like, yes, finally! Mm-hmm. It brought it back to the roots of the show. Yeah. And I was so phenomenally happy. Nice. It was it was good. Yeah, I I you know it, it exactly like a more of a traditional Handmaid's Tale where you're kind of like up, you're down, you're this, you're that. It took you on a ride this time. Uh, it wasn't stale. Uh, ended with a big bang. You know. Uh, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. One of the the better ones. I mean, it took a long time to get here, but you know, it, it was good. I just got one word for this episode: lit. Ah. <laughs> lit. 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 And I'm ready to talk about it. That's it. I'm just ready okay. to dive straight in. That's good. How do yeah. you feel about it, Adrian? <laughs> well, thank you for asking. No, I liked it. It, it was good. I, I had the misfortune of scrolling through my news feed as I was watching it. And then a title being like, now that Fred's been arrested. And I was like... Spoilers. Yeah, they got to do the spoil. They have to say spoilers. But that, that, yeah. We're talking like 9.30 at night. It only been on for 30 minutes. So, anywho. But overall, I really liked the episode. I really liked that they just kind of pushed things forward. I did have some, like, hangups about it, but we'll get into it. So let's just go right into it and let's talk, break down with Serena. Serena. Okay, so. (laughs) This was fantastic. Um, you know, her journey's kind of been, um, I don't know, she's been the bullied wife, she's been the evil wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many colors with, with Serena and her storyline, but at the end of the day, she's a very intelligent woman. Yeah. Um, and she's a very independent woman, despite her scenario. It seems that before Gilead, she was, you know, a, a sort of, um, I, I don't, yeah, independent, strong, you know, forceful uh, uh, character in, in the real world. Uh, and now she's pushed in here and and her true colors will, 
you know, will come out, I think, at the end of the day. And they did. And uh, and that was crazy to watch. I, I was not um, assuming that she would do mm-hmm. that. Uh, it was a little bit of a surprise. But um, it was kind of crazy. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the love for, for a child kind of transcends uh, a lot of things. That's true. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting how this is the first time we actually got to see the pinky without the um, the little pinky glove. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got to see the rawness of her, and they had sex, I'm assuming, um, mm-hmm. her and Fred. They didn't show it, but it, we saw the scenes lead up to it. Mm-hmm. We saw her drive a car, and we saw right. how she felt empowered, and she let the top down. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like she was getting her power back, but also possibly turning her husband in. We don't quite know how it got to that. But you just see, like, all these different sides of her in this one episode. Mm -hmm. You know, her vulnerable, her taking back some power, Mm -hmm. and then also, you know, letting the... um, the desire to have her daughter back Mm -hmm. just kind of be like, well, bye, Fred, like, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was just great to see all three kind of parts of her. Yeah, this episode definitely showed different layers of Serena. I think my favorite part was when she was having a conversation with Fred in the woods, kind of like, you knew exactly who I was, you know, prior to this world. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a very great, like monologue as far as her flashing her voice that she used to have like you know the type of person I was and then when he was like well if I did let you lead then you would have probably left me it was just a very vulnerable scene but I really enjoyed it because Mm -hmm. this whole series we basically see how they didn't have any power at all and who's to say like this was a reflection of her seeing how everything else was a lie because the episode was lies so I feel like that was tied Ah. to a lot of different things so whatever Fred told her going into this world probably didn't add up to what she had thought it was going to be. So I really enjoyed Serena this episode. Yeah, I I think that it it showed that she was savvier than even I was giving her credit for because I was like, what are you doing? And then also it was a reminder that when they're outside of this world, Serena's the savvier one. She's the stronger one. She's the one who helped build the world and he was kind of like, I remember when she got shot and he was crying and she yelled at him about crying. Like, don't cry. Like, if they show... You can't show weakness in this moment. Mm-hmm. And so for um, Serena to kind of claim that power, it also kind of rewrites all of what we saw from the previous episode when she's, like, consoling uh, Eleanor after mm. um, the... the what the should rape. we call it? The, well, the, <laughs> yeah. the thing that they call ceremony. it. Ceremony. Ceremony. Uh and that kind of I was like oh okay well that kind of brings it to a different light as well as the fact that she um, was playing him from from jump like mm-hmm. if you if you go and you look at the preview for next week it's very clear that she sold Fred out to get Nicole and she did say uh, Yvonne Stravosky, uh in an interview that the phone will be used to get Serena what she desires most I just never thought that she would actually throw Fred under the bus. Yeah, wow. She's been so self-righteous and so like, this is the world we chose and this is who we are. Yeah. And I think, I don't, and I wish we had spent more time with her a little bit this season to kind of see like, when that moment changed for her, when she decided that the best thing for Nicole isn't to come back to this world, but for Serena to join Canada or the regular world as quote unquote. Yeah. Well, no, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I think yeah. Serena lost it, or her last straw was when she asked Fred, like, you know, what's what's going on with Nicole? And he was just kind of mm. like, well, you know, we're, we're, we're doing time. what we can. I yeah. think at that moment, she was like, oh, no, I got to take matters into my own mm-hmm. hands, you know? If, if, and they did a great job at kept 
like flashing like okay so which one do you which world do you think is better for Nicole this world that mm-hmm. and you saw Serena just kind of like mm-hmm. never answering really mm-hmm. that's right well yeah because Serena was definitely on board with June taking Nicole um, as long as they were both in Canada mm-hmm. it was it wasn't so much about oh my gosh I I can't be with her right now it was get her out this world and you stay with her you raise her mm-hmm. and when June came back that's when she was like oh hell no nah. you left my baby over mm-hmm. there by herself and then I think that's when she was kind of like I either have to get the baby back or I need to go something something has to give yeah and I think also just spending time really spending time in the bigger universe of Gilead like going to, to Washington DC yeah. right. really changed her viewpoint on things mm-hmm. like even though the Winslows have the appearance of looking happy, you know, with all their kids. Like, yeah. they still have a ring in their handmaid's mouth. They still have a handmaid, even though they don't really, like, like have no right to actually have one at this point. Like, there's supposed to be, I think, a cutoff to how many children you can have. Maybe oh, I'm crazy. Uh, sure. But there was no, something, huh. I, I could be wrong, but there was something referenced briefly about, like, why do they still have a handmaid? Like, right. They have all these children. And he might have might have been gay, you know? So it's like... Yeah, they're pointing to I that a little bit. Yeah, probably either bi or gay. Curious, something. Um, they didn't really... We'll get we, to we him, but it's very out. much like <laughs> under, underwritten for, for Winslow and for Mr. Maloney. Yeah. Um, but... I did over. I'm sorry. Do you have something? Oh yeah. No. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't know if you were. I didn't want. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No. Before you move on. Cool. Uh, it, you were saying earlier to your point. Um, I wrote it down. Yeah. It's, it's not just so much that she turned Fred in. This mm-hmm. is a big moment for her. Like it's not as simple as uh, turning your husband in. It's it's coming to the conclusion that this whole world that you've built is is bullshit, right? Yeah. And is not good. Not only for for you, but for the future. And it's it. You're. I would. To your point, I wish they did take more time with her to have that realization of like, okay, because it's a big moment mm-hmm. and, and it's almost turning your back to, to something. Well, it is turning your back. to It's bigger than just turning Fred in is, is all I want to say. Turning her back on her <laughs> other child. Her other child? The baby she built. Gilly, like the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She, she helped build that world. Yeah. Right. It's true. It's like you're sacrificing. Like there was an article about um, a pastor who wrote a very uh, like homophobic sexist book called I Kissed Dating Goodbye. I don't know. Don't come after me. That's how (laughs) they reference it in in the articles I've read. Um, But that he recently um, stopped being a Christian and had divorced his wife. And he just said, you know, we grown apart because I I could no longer, like, stand by the things I wrote in the book and I'm just continuing the book. The real life Serena. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying that, that, you know, in terms of uh, having an organized religion that you should just, you know, abandon it the moment you feel like you've you've lost touch with it. But, um, But I think if it's gotten to the point where you feel like it's negatively affecting the people around you and it's creating a world that uh, is no is longer. harming humans instead of lifting them up? Then maybe you should consider, yeah, like what you're taking out of your source material, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So that was it. Was just kind of interesting to see Serena have that that moment where I don't think she's decided to give up her belief system at all. But I think that her the way that they've taken that belief system and put it out into the world is something that she no longer agrees with. Um, hmm. Does that make sense? 
Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think she is giving up on, on the belief system. I, I don't know if I, I don't agree with that. I think she's giving up that, on Christianity. Because like, she still speaks I think that the, type I don't of think she's yeah. giving up on Christianity, but yeah. the way they're, they've changed it. The way they've used it. it yeah, yeah, it wasn't exactly how she, she thought it would be. Yeah. So I think they just... She made a hat on a scale five, and they blew it up to scale fifty. Yeah, right. So she's that's a good her way of putting that. that. Yeah. yeah, And I think it was a really nice veiled moment when I went back and rewatched it, where, where she's talking to Fred in the car, and she goes, "Yeah, the Americans, you know, they just they think that we're not as smart as they are." And, and I was like, right. oh, "She's talking about the men." <laughs> but it was like, crazy because yeah. he he said to her, he was like. I can give up the power. I I don't need this. If, like, yeah, that you know, was. If you want this different life, and I'm like, what? Like you guys are so up and down. But that's I a just, lie. Like, what does that you mean? Know, yeah. Oh, you think yeah. it was a lie? It was dirty, I agree. Huh. You think it was? Just telling her what she wants just to hear. Her what Interesting. She wants and, but he was more emotional, I think, in this episode, and his emotions backfired on him because just driving just with this random man that yeah, you don't even true. know right. into the woods. He probably just took Serena's word for, okay, I guess we'll follow this dude. And you see what situation mm-hmm. it, it got him in. To where Serena, she's thinking huh. more methodical. Like, right. you got my, my pinky. Like, it, like the emotions are, are gone towards yeah. him, to me, yeah. at least. And it's kind no, of like, true, yeah. how could you do this to me? Like, right. she says that. And I think for Fred, uh, when you're so used to being in power, after a certain point, you don't assume that anyone's And you get come. comfortable. Yeah. He, he was very comfortable in that situation. Like, my wife would never. You thought. Yeah. <laughs> you thought. It's like you forgot who I was. That's what it, Exactly. A very strong, powerful, vocal, revolutionary type woman mm-hmm. who yeah. clearly pulls some tricks out her back pocket. So, <laughs> Damn, you know. Serena. Yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah. uh that that was surprising, but it, it was cool when they arrived and she's like, uh, relax, and she's all looking around, and I'm like, Serena did this. Yeah, <laughs> she Serena did, did this. She did not look phased at all, and she told she even told Fred, just yeah, she was like, do what they oh say, honey, it'll all be yeah. okay. And I'm like, why is she over here so calm, like <laughs> right. okay. trying to play the yeah? yeah you can oh arrest my me, gosh, but what is happening? <laughs> they're not like right, right. They're not handcuffing her. They're kind of pulling her, but it's like super gentle. Exactly. Like we know what's up. She's going to go off and marry Mark Tuello. <laughs> right? That's what I, I kind of think they're going to get together. But that's predictions anyways. Yes. Well, oh. Any final thoughts on Serena before we move on? Anything from the chat before we move on? Um, well, in the chat, they're just saying Serena revenge of Fred cutting off her her pinky off. That's what Nice Slasher said, and a lot of people are just impressed with Serena how she turned in Fred. Yeah. Someone earlier, which I can't find the comments, says Serena hit the reverse Uno card on Fred. Like, got you. Surprise! Reverse. Bringing it back to the nineties and eighties. Uh, all right. That was good. Well, on that note, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Handmaid's Still After Show yeah. on Afterbus TV. Thank you. We always appreciate you coming in and, and chiming in on the chat or via yes. YouTube or the Twitter or the Instagram or, you know, whatever is your oh, preference Snapchat. of social media. No. Snap. No. <laughs> I we're not on the Snapchat. I'm not on the Snap. I'm not on the Snapchat. <laughs> no, no. But all the other ones. We just want to send out a quick thank you for letting us do our thing. Well, all right. <laughs> so, 
Thank you, guys. Cue thank you for that you. intro. So, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe if you haven't already done so. Give us a thumbs up. Leave a big, juicy comment in the words of Chef Beans. If you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, please. Also, leave a comment. And just make sure you tell your friends and family because without you guys, you we wouldn't be here talking yeah. about Handmaid's true, Tale true, and true. every other show that we love. Thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV Talk After Buzz. We appreciate you guys so much. Subscribe, like, share, watch us. Um, There's only a few episodes left, but yes, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching is what we're trying to say. Thank you. Two episodes (laughs) left. Thank you guys. As always, please interact, you know, however that you interact on the social media, the YouTube, the live journal, the pen pals, (laughs) whatever is your method of interaction. All right, so let's get right into June. The goods. Oh. Yeah. The goods. June. The goods. He's like fired up. He's like, ah, I see it. I see it in your <laughs> eyes, Chef. You have something to say. Well, Chef, let's start with you. Go right into it. So I feel like this whole season, I was very hard on June. You know, I didn't I didn't know what she was doing. She lost her marbles. Mm-hmm. I really didn't think she had any solid plan. But to see her just rise from a very low place warmed my heart a little bit, you know, hmm. I must say. Okay. okay. Thank you. Well, um, <laughs> I I felt like she had a big responsibility in this episode. I mean, there were so many things that happened, you know. She basically saved Commander Lawrence's life in mm. the first, the opening scene where Mrs. Lawrence is pointing a gun at his head. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh gosh. Like, we all knew she was going to talk her down, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for her to be the savior, then a killer, and then, you know, yeah. she, she kind of had that meeting with the Marthas. And I was just like, girl, there's... This is, there was so much going on this episode, but right. I was happy to see her get back in the hang of things too, right. because she was kind of going down. And I was like, Ugh, I need you to get up and like get back in here, fight for Hannah, fight for somebody. So I was happy to see her come back into her normal character. Cool. Yeah. So it, it, we, I like June when she's focused, right. you know, and <laughs> when she's channeling because she's a whole lot of energy, she's a whole lot of fight, and and it's it's hard to see her down in the dumps, but she is that girl that like gets right back up. But uh, my favorite thing, I think, that this episode was, you know, there's a moment in June's life where she's like, I can get out. But instead of sort of being selfish about this, she's like, wait a minute, I can do good for other people. And so there's a moment where if you're in that world, you have to really look at yourself and be like, all right, do I save myself or do I sort of sacrifice this for the better good of of tomorrow or, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm an idealist. So this is just um, it's fascinating for me to watch how she is willing to um, ultimately sacrifice everything. We don't know how this is going to end up. I mean, you know, um, I really like that, though. I didn't think about that because we have seen her be selfish this entire season. Yeah. And now she's like, actually, I'm going to give up my seat on the bus so 50 kids can be free. 52, girl. 52. <laughs> I forgot the two. I know, I'm sorry. But it's so exciting. But no, I do. I like that point. Okay. What are you? We're just going to shut it down, Adrian. I just, it's not that. It's not that I don't, it's not that I disagree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I just think that there's a difference between being hopeful and execution. So my biggest hang up with with June is that she rushes into things and not really thinking them through. A lot of people have died 
because June rushes into things and doesn't think things through because she's impulsive and emotional at some points. And I'm not saying that you can't be emotional, but if those emotions are, are, are coming in in a way where they're having a drastic effect on people to the point where people are snapping and killing people and then themselves dying, you need to consider that. Um, well, I think the Marthas that, were considering that. And, I and did, they were, I, to your point, yes. they were and kind so, of... But I, I think with this, uh, even now, when she goes to the Jezebels to kind of do the very thing that the Marthas asked her not to do. Do not intervene. Do not get in our way. We will poison you and throw you in a lake. Like, they straight up said that. Okay? Like, they are They're not hardcore, messing the with Marthas. you. And, and they've already given her that chance once before. If like, we, we were the ones who helped you get out the first time. Like, right. don't yeah. think it was like you had anything to do with it. Sure. So, I get frustrated with the show because there are moments where June should be caught or in some way uh, penalized for, for things that she's done. And she always just seems to get out of it. Like, even with the, the death of Commander Winslow... How convenient that the very Martha who discovers the body is the one that you helped. Like, it's just kind of like... But mm. that's karma, too, though. I, honestly, mm. I, I, I believe in karma. That's <laughs> you, you did some... You helped save somebody's life, and it's going to come back to you. Yeah. That is convenient, but okay. that could be karma. I, and well, I feel like... Karma. I feel like almost any Martha in that situation, especially working with the Jezebels, would help clean it up. They're probably used That's, to it. Yeah. You know what You're I mean? Right, right. They're I mean, probably used to all these stabbings in there. Sure. It's also yeah. very dangerous for them to help her. Like that like that, that can't be denied as well that that that's a danger for them. Not to say that they don't do it. We even know that uh, Moira killed someone right. as a Jezebel. So yeah. clearly there is a system to discarding commander bodies. But at the same time because of how things have gone along with June and that, you know, she still has all of her digits intact yeah. and all of her eyes and her tongue and, well, you, <laughs> you know, want to see June go down, girl. No, I'm she, just saying, like, when you yeah. think about it, all the other women well, have I'm had such gruesome things happen to them. But and she's she just minor always ones. gets out of those Yeah, I feel like June has been, well, this whole season just kind of chilling. Like, I feel like she <laughs> hasn't been in Gilead, so I do agree in that regard. But I feel like this whole episode, June kind of kept her cool in a sense. Like, she didn't go completely bonkers besides mm-hmm. at the end. Like, it seemed like she was focused on, like, F this world. Like, yeah. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Even if it takes me going into the yeah. bar, she was Determined. locked in. Yeah. yeah, locked in, yeah. And did you see they had a furnace uh, incinerator? What is that called? Furnace. Well, yeah. furnace. Oh, when they, when they burn the body. Incinerator. Incinerator. That's just a furnace, though. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, they had this ready on hand. The, it, it seemed that like they... That might also be for when commanders kill Jezebels, though. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't seem like it was the first time they were moving a body. It, yeah. They were very coordinated. Mm-hmm. They were quick about it. There was something uh, they, familiar they, about they, it. There was a system. Right? Yeah. They, 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 I need them on my cleanup team if I ever run into it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that that Martha was... <laughs> but the... Side right now. <laughs> the Martha was having a good time cleaning cleaning up the blood, right? I mean, she, did well, you see the a, smile on her face? There was a satisfaction. Right, I think when they she was listening was... to Beyonce while they was cleaning <laughs> <up>. <laughs> it was Who ruled the world? Or who run the world? Where is it located? Because isn't he supposed to be back in D.C.? No, he's in Boston for a bit. Okay. Yeah. 
But um, I do. Sorry, one thought on on what mm-hmm. you said. I do think that they would have jumped in. Um, the Marthas would have jumped in and backed up any uh, handmade, not just June, uh, because June saved that that girl from the colonies. Um, I think that they don't want to mess up their system. So if they bring attention to commanders being killed, there might be extra security there. And you know, they're doing things in the background as well. You know, the the bartender, the the whole mm-hmm. flight. So they have to watch. You know, like a gang. Like mm-hmm. I think somebody said, mafia, Mar- Marthia. Yeah, what did you say? Martha Mafia. The Martha Mafia. They got to cover their own tracks. So, regardless whether it was to just help June or maybe just cover their own. You know what I mean? Like, am I explaining not that disagreeing right? Disagreeing with that possibility. But I think because we've watched for three seasons. Yeah, and she's never for, had. For her to just like. And I'm not saying that June away. hasn't had a hard time in Gilead. Like, she definitely just got beaten by a man and had to stab him to death with a pin. And we'll just segue right into that. But I, I think that because she, she's doing these things and always just getting out of it and always yeah. just she gets it. away with murder, literally. Yeah, yeah. She, I guess like you mean but like I mean, something as drastic as like a hand cut off or something. Well, like a pink something. At, at this yeah. point, That's getting true. away with murder is like a rite of passage for her. For yeah. all the handmaids, Mara, Emily, they all got away with murder. I they don't did. think you're the only one that feels that way. Yeah. I think yeah. No, I agree. I think I I think I've even said that before on this show mm-hmm. that she should have gotten some type something. Of, not that I want her to, but just it would make sense for her. I to think get some when everyone else is walking around like with parts of their body missing or being dragged oh, into becoming a Jezebel, like you have to consider that maybe your lead has to have some has to have something happen that's a, along those same. She's lines. like, no, I didn't agree to that in my contract, so we're gonna keep me right. completely. <laughs> Nobody parts exactly. Done. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even saying contract. that, but it's just it's just like something. Um, but is there anything in the chat you're like smirking over there? No, I mean <laughs> everyone just saying don't disrespect the Martha Mafia Godspeed. <laughs> I did uh, last uh, last episode. Um, I said I was looking forward to seeing how the workings of that, you know, mm-hmm. of that organization, yes. of that underground of the Marthas, and we saw we finally got to see some of it. So, yeah. what did you guys feel in terms of the pen death? Because there was some talk online uh, about there's like there's no way you could kill anyone with a pen, and I was like, mm, I saw another five year old when I was five stab a five year old in the hand with a pencil. He's a bully. He probably like pushed did it her go too far. through. <gasps> yeah. Oh shit! Oh, not all the way through, but it like punctured. And I was like, "That was a pen, y'all." <laughs> or a pencil, a pencil, my dad. Watching oh. this scene, um, I wasn't completely convinced that Commander uh, Winslow would would have been like that week after those pen because he has a pretty solid structure. And the angles yeah. that she was stag- stabbing him, I'm like, it's not like she stabbed him in the neck. Right. She was stabbing him right. in the, the back. Right. And with that. I don't know. I wasn't I mean, well, she stabbed is, him in between the ribs, though. Yeah. I mean, the amount of times she stabbed him a lot of times. I agree. She should have. It would have been more believable if they did a neck mm-hmm. or some type of artery. Yeah. But she just kept stabbing him, like, right here on the shoulder blade on the sides. On the I back, wasn't, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if she would have just left like that and not hit him with the the item in mm-hmm. the um, hotel, I wouldn't have believed it. But I did also, and this was, like, years ago, maybe, like, 10 years ago, I was watching the news with my mom. People can die from being stabbed with pins. Like, if you wow. find something sharp and stab people, Ooh. it was on the news. Um, I, I, like I said, it was like 10 years ago. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I definitely remember they reported, like, a woman stabbed a man mm-hmm. 150 times with a pin, and he died. Mm-hmm. So Because he just bled out. 
So I'm, I'm just saying it happened also, kind of fast with adrenaline pumping. I really? was wondering I mean, that as well. Yeah, how realistic that so, was. Fun fact: It takes only 15 pounds to break your collarbone. So if somebody's angry Wait, enough, and sl- 15 pounds to break your collarbone. Huh. So if someone's being attacked, self-defense class. If someone's attacking <laughs> you, if you slam down hard enough in their collarbone, that's going to like incapacitate them. It only takes like the same amount of energy it, it takes to open a can of soda to rip off someone's ear. So. <gasps> We seem oh. very <laughs> strong and sturdy, but we are fleshy, yeah. just sacks of organs. Yeah, I mean, she could have stabbed <laughs> like, his kidney at, at some point. And that, she that definitely whole stabbed back, his was... lung because he was wheezing. So, yeah. like, like, Somebody it, said they think she got his heart. Uh, Crystal Evans said that. Candace H. said she might have punched his lung, punctured, punctured his, his lung. lung. That makes sense, yeah. If you well, puncture a lung... You're kind of you're kind of like but, you better get to the hospital in five minutes or bloop. But I, I don't know. I wasn't I convinced. I was just looking like really. He's I'm that with weak. you. Yeah, because he he was a very tall, muscular, like you know, strong, that strong body. If somebody yeah. is stabbing you, even with a pen, yeah. like fifteen times. But then couldn't you still have a little bit of energy to kind of get up and not overpower her? But he just kind of like went. He was flop. He did. Right. He was wheezing <laughs> and he got up. To, to try and, and, and get her, but the, by the time he got up, she had the, the staff or the, the, the statue. statue, whatever it was. And so, yeah, at that point, nope, I'm not so. Well, I, I was don't happy. believe it, all, I was it would happy only take died. one hit to snap his neck. I mean, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but it just well, seemed she hit like, him on the head. It was like a you mean the witch's shape? She, she probably it was a temple head. or like something. She started bleeding instantly. So, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the brain. Yeah. I, I think, well, that was more convincing to me, actually. Like him mm. being passed That's what on finished that. it yeah. off. And the heel. That was that was convincing to me. <laughs> when so, she got him with the heel. Oof. Yeah. Anyway. Sharp. Yeah, everyone knows a sharp stiletto will do R. damage. Winslow. Um, <laughs> I was just happy to see him go. Yeah. I was very oh, happy. He died great. and he's out the picture. Yeah. So he was underdeveloped and we didn't get enough time to spend with to, with him to figure out what was going on with him and his family. So that kind of was kind of frustrating, but at the same time, goodbye. Uh before we wrap up, let's go into a little bit with the Lawrences. So, it, who felt like Lawrence was just going to bail on them? I didn't necessarily feel that, but I don't yeah, know. I yeah. did. I um, I mean, I know after she saved his life, he was kind of like grateful, but I think he also was like, shoot, we're in really deep. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else to do. Like, you know, if people find out that his wife pulled a gun on him, mm-hmm. she could be on the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. he was just like, what is the best way I can save myself and my wife. So, yeah, I definitely thought he left. And I was just like, well, there goes your plan, June. And what new house are you going to get put in? That's what I was really thinking. I was like, now who house are you going to be put in? So I was mm-hmm. so happy to see him return because I was like, girl. With no power. Yeah, yeah but he I was just like, no oh. Well, not by, not by choice, right? I mean, he didn't return. He returned because he just couldn't get past the right. Yeah, thing, right? Yeah, yeah war, he was a war criminal. criminal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because well, the actual commanders would not let him out. They changed all the, the passes that would let him exit. They, no? like, he, didn't have, yes. he wasn't authorized to go uh, certain routes. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get a mouse out, mm-hmm. quote unquote. He did but I, I was happy yeah, to see crazy. him return. But as you can see, he kind of ran out of options as well, too. Yeah. So he was kind of like, yo, I don't know what we're yeah. going to do. Um, this is what... These are your options for your <laughs> catalog, but I think at that point he kind of gave up on himself. Yeah, and that makes sense. I mean, it's kind of like it's over for them, really, unless June can pull out this thing with the bartender, which I think it is overzealous to try and get 52 children out in one fell swoop. Like, you, I think so, you know, too. Go read a history. Well, I know you can't read, but like, <laughs> just go think about history, June. 
and think about how people have snuck people out. We have documentation of these types of things happening. So it's never but if just you like aim, one if you story. aim for fifty two, you might realistically, I don't know, get die. halfway uh, or die. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's all perspective. Fifteen twenty. <laughs> She did. Yeah. I guess if you aim for five, then maybe you land at two. But if you aim for 52, whatever is underneath that is a success. <laughs> I don't know. That's one way of looking I mean, at it. We'll see. All right. Let's just go right into the Resist Sister of the Week. Get up. Yeah, <laughs> it's the 80s or 90s. I don't know. 90s. Okay, it's the 90s. It's the 90s. Um, okay, uh, yeah, guys, let's give it up for um, Mary Ann Williamson. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She says yes. No, I just laughed. Oh. I, I ha- she did a very good job on the debates last night, but she's you know she's interesting. well. She's my resist sister because mm-hmm. of the attention she is getting for the debates. Uh, they're calling her. Uh, she's one of the, you know Democratic candidates. One of the very many. Um, uh, Democratic candidates. She was on the debate stage last night, and a lot of people, you know, did. Ah, there she is. Yep, there's my girl. I didn't know she mm-hmm. existed, to be quite honest, before I saw her on CNN. Oh, okay. Because I follow certain people closely, and she mm-hmm. was unfortunately not one of them. But mm-hmm. now I'm looking at her. I'm not, you know, she's not going to sway me one way or the other. But it was interesting that people gravitated towards uh, the way that she spoke, how she spoke, and what she spoke she's about. She's an author. Yeah, she's like, exactly. She's mm-hmm. a self help guru. She's a best-selling New York mm-hmm. Times author, and her whole thing is about energy, and she's just really, really aware uh, and intelligent. And um, she was the most searched lady in a, or a debater uh, in 49 states. So Google went oh, crazy wow. for this yeah. woman, trying to find out more. Um, and then I just kind of quickly uh, want to just read a quote that kind of went um, viral that she said on the debate. So her whole thing is energy, and she says, um, if you think any of these any of this wonkiness is going to deal with this dark psychic force of the collectivized hate that this president is bringing up in this country, then I'm afraid that the Democrats are going to see some very dark days. Um, and people were just like, holy shit. They, they, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit depressing, but um, she got people kind of, you know, thinking and waking up and at least enough to search her. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, cool, cool. My resist Thank sister. you. Marianne Williamson, look at you. Resisting. Yeah, yeah. Resisting. You're a little hippy dippy. Speaking of my truth. Case, but I think you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> she stood uh, out. Yeah. She did. Spoke her truth. She does. All right. Let's go right into the news. After Buzz TV News. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. So, even though of Matthew is dead. You can catch her on the CW's The 100. Um, She actually has a a main role in that series, for this season at least. Um, So you should check it out. I saw a few episodes. She was... Her character is very much like the... The same, was it like, similar, similar yeah. character. I mean, uh, no, I mean, like just the way she talks. Like I thought she yeah. would have changed it up a little bit, but it's very like, "Hello, Kelly, how are uh-huh. you?" Like, well, I don't, she's okay, I don't know. Also, in the first season of Kaminsky Method, and she's in like all oh, of yeah. the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. And, I mean, is oh, her acting the same? Are you there here? I don't know. I, I worked with Ashley in Chicago. We did a play a long time ago. Ah. Uh, Ashley Tharp, who plays off Matthew, uh, but it was so long. I don't. I'm sure she's changed. But it was it was very <laughs> yeah. similar. It, remi- cool. it definitely reminded me of her character of Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Completely different storylines, though. Anyways, Bradley Whitford, a.k.a. Commander Lawrence, Love actually, him. he got married July 17th. <gasps> so, yeah. congratulations to him. He married Amy Landecker, which mm-hmm. is his former co-star on the show Transparent. Mm-hmm. That so, is cute. congratulations. That's Hopefully they're one. on their honeymoon. Right. And then, last but not least, Mr. O.T. Um, Zach Benley. Luke. He, oh, yes. He plays... Um, a character in a new Marvel mm-hmm. film with Scarlett Johansson, okay. and his character serves as a fixer mm-hmm. for spies and KGB and other criminal masterminds. So check that out. That'll be coming soon. Yeah. Not We don't have dates yet, but that'll be coming up soon. And there's also been confirmed that there will be a season four of The Handmaid's Tale. Hey! hey. hey. Well, 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 we kind of already knew that, but... They're winning all these Emmys. You they better know. keep it up. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you, News. Thank you, Resist Sister. It's been a good week. Well, I mean, for as much as it can be (laughs) since 2016. Uh, All right. So with that said, let's just go into predictions. After Buzz TV predictions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, should I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, (laughs) I'll go first. So my predictions are that um, June is going to maintain this kind of stable not stable headspace but how she portrayed herself at the end of the episode as far as like oh I'm 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 actually making things happen mm-hmm. I feel like she's going to somehow help release most of these kids if not all of them but there is going to be some type of calamity or obstacles that she's going to face but she's still going to at least take steps towards the goals that she have right now mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie I don't know I don't see her getting 52 kids out I want them to get out but I just don't see it happening Felt like that plan is gonna maybe tank. I don't know if they can pull it off. I'd love it. Um, I feel like Serena, we're gonna see her finally like turn on Fred for real, like confront him and be like, I did this to you because you didn't get me baby Nicole back. And we're gonna maybe see her confront, um, Baby Nicole's, uh, not daddy. Luke. Luke. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sorry. Huh. We're gonna see her Nicole co- confront Luke because that's the whole reason why she went there. Mm. So that's what I think. That's a good one, huh? Yeah. Okay. I forgot about Luke. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think June is going to be successful with her her plan um, because. Hello, we Fred is done. He's out now. He's not ruling there. And then uh, Winslow's dead. So I don't know how high up Lawrence is at this point. But the two people that were trying to shut him down are no longer an obstacle. Uh, and so I'm interested about how that those politics are going to play out and mm. what that means for you know everyone really <laughs> for everyone for the world. This transforms. Who, who's going to move up in power? Mm. I think Nick. that the uh, well, Nick. Nick might return, but I think that Where Martha's yeah. uh, in Chicago. The Marthas are <laughs> probably going to their plans. Probably going to be the thing that kind of overrides everything else. And so, mm. if they can pull off their aspect of the plan, I don't necessarily think June's going to be successful. But whatever they have in store is probably going to cause a major upheaval because they've been planning it for a very long time. Yeah. As for Fred, oh, <laughs> tough shit. <laughs> oh wow. Have fun in prison. Uh, but I do think that he might have more information. He might be willing to, to sell it to them ah. uh, if they're willing to 
basically take Serena in. Like, I, th- I could see him being spiteful and being like, I'm not giving you anything unless you, you make Serena, like, my accomplice or something. So oh, wow. Or being like, yeah. return her back or, you know, because he's a jerk. All right, Ooh. that wraps up this episode of The Handmaid's Tale After Show on okay. After Buzz TV. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Adrian Snow. Veronica, where can they follow you? Yep. Hey, guys, as always, uh, on social media, at Veronica, the letter B, online. You can follow me at Lauren the Truth. You can follow me at Chef underscore Beans with a Z. Alright guys, that wraps up this episode. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week. Next week. Same time. Same channel. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you play, we got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Bye. See you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.